Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. It's the weekend, is how we used to say it when my kids were little. It is the start of the weekend, Friday night. Actually, it is after midnight, so it's technically Saturday morning. As I write and record this episode of the Presence Podcast, episode number 75, I find it pretty amazing and humbling that I've been able to keep my vision of recording this podcast each and every day thus far of 2018. It has been a good and growthful process for me. Whether you're a first-time listener or you've listened to a few or more of the episodes, I hope you found these interesting, meaningful, and helpful in your own practice of recognizing and celebrating the presence of God. I'd like to hear from you and what you've gained from listening. Tweet back at me or Facebook message me if you found me through one of those. If you're native to Anchor, connect back with me there or send me a voice post. And if you're finding me through iTunes, good uh, Google Music or my favorite, Pocket Cast, tweet to me at Hartley, H-A-R-T-L-E-Y-R-K-Relige, R-E-L-I-G. Thanks in advance for reaching back to me. Sunny mornings like today, although I miss seeing the sunrise in my classroom during first period, as I described yesterday, do help me to keep my eyes, my ears, and my soul open during days to experience the when, where, and how I feel God's presence within my activities. Put on your Friday cap and slouch into a beanbag chair in the rumpus room, the one with wood paneling, of course, and I'll tell you about today. A word which captures my experience of God today is cosmos. Now, don't confuse this with Cosmo, which I think was the character Kramer's first name on Seinfeld. Yes, that was a non sequitur. Rather, the English word derived from the Greek cosmos, K-O-S-M-O-S, literally meaning order or world. The definition I'm looking at online has the meaning as, quote, the universe seen as a well-ordered whole, end quote. The sentence defining it online is interesting. Quote, he sat staring deep into the void, reminding himself of his place in the cosmos. From that sentence, I'm more curious about the void he's staring into and whether he'll be able to pull himself out of it than I am about the meaning of cosmos. I'm thinking of this word today as the liturgical gospel from last Sunday, which contains the familiar John 3.16. I've been thinking about this passage all week as my students and I have been praying with this passage during class. And I've been thinking and reflecting on the translation of John 3.16, which is found in David Bentley's Hart's spectacular new translation of the New Testament, in which it reads, For God so loved the cosmos as to give the Son, the only one, so that everyone having faith in him might not perish, but have the life of the age. An unfamiliar, perhaps, way of hearing it, but according to Bentley, much closer to the meaning of the original Greek than the typical translations render it. If you've listened to other episodes, you know that I've been learning much lately about big history, which sees all of history as a narrative of the emergence and development of the cosmos as a unified whole. Today I experience God's presence in interacting with cosmos in the book and in meditation. My GPM, God's Presence Moments, in the book came later in the day, but I'll describe it first because it's the more comfortable one for me. 
It was a payday for me, so I downloaded the translation of the New Testament mentioned above for my Kindle. Yes, it's a very geeky thing to be excited to buy and then read a translation of something so familiar as the New Testament. But hey, I'm a religion teacher, and I am who I am. I didn't have much time to start reading it, but I did go first to the prologue of John's Gospel to see how Hart translated this amazing Christological hymn. And, as I discovered, that he has a lengthy appendix just telling about the source Greek in John's Gospel and how it's nearly impossible to put the meaning of John's prologue, and especially what it illuminates about Christ and the cosmos, into our English language. I can't wait to read more of Hart's thoughts and to grow in my knowledge. But staying in my head is comfortable and my default posture in life. This is why my daily meditational practice is so important for my growth and well-being. In it, I take time and quiet my mind and thus experience God and the cosmos in a different way. Today was an odd morning as my son overslept and missed his bus. I called off of my first period, which is why I wasn't there to see the sunrise, and thus had longer and later to meditate in my basement spot, described yesterday on the pod. I use the Insight Timer app, which is the most amazing app, and I have way too many on my Android phone. I used it to find music, at, to discover, and use it as my focus. I found a 14-minute piece called Passion Music Meditation, composed by Bob Doyle. Here's where it gets hard to describe what the music and the meditative moments this morning led me to experience. I settled into a state I rarely reach and saw myself under the vast canopy of the stars of the heavens. And as the ambient music swooped, I felt myself moving through the cosmos, not as an observer of it, but as a participant within it. Big history reminds us that we are made of the elements which existed before the stars, and yet the same elements make up every bit of material in the cosmos. I felt God's presence as I felt myself not in my basement, but within the cosmos, which is filled and sustained by Christ. And yet at the same time, I was very aware, too, of being there in my basement and how the macrocosmos was around me and the microcosmos, the world not of stars and galaxies, but neutrons, neutrinos, and quarks, was within me. All of this is connected, and I felt for the 14 minutes of passion where my place is within it all. And also, especially, how God sustains and continues to create it all, me included. When I returned from my journey and opened my eyes, the sun had risen outside I couldn't see it as I can see it through my classroom windows when it rises, but it made my glass block windows full of an illumination which lit the corner of my basement, my corner of the cosmos. What does cosmos mean to you? How do you experience your place within it? How do you experience God's presence within the cosmos? Thanks for listening. Blessings, peace, and namaste.